0: Hey, everyone. This is Jamie Austin, pastor of Woodlake Church. Thank you so much for listening today. If you'd like to know more about Woodlake, head on over to woodlake.church and enjoy this message. of you out there right now. Woodlake family, give them a huge round of applause. Glad you're with us today. And if you're a guest with us today, we're gonna to refer to you as the Woodlake family. We count it an honor that you decided to be with us here today. So Woodlake family, give all of our guests a huge round of applause. Thank you so much. We are ending a series today that we've entitled Bridge Builders, and if you're new with this or maybe you've missed uh, one of the series, Bridge Builders is the name that we give our missions and outreach arm of Woodlake. So as we we, uh, support missionaries, as we do outreach into our communities, our schools, and you're going to hear a lot about this, you have a church that is more concerned about building God's kingdom than just this castle. In my notes, you are going to get more blessed than that. (laughs) Let's try that one more time. This church is more concerned about building the kingdom of God than just this church. And this morning... I just want to celebrate. I know we've been doing this all week long. If you were here the first week, we had the national directors of Chi Alpha, Scott and Crystal Martin. Chi Alpha is a ministry that you have supported for decades and outreach to our, in fact, I got to ask, how many of you, uh, you are a product of Chi Alpha? You went through Chi Alpha, NSU, OU, OU, yeah, hand, give these folks a huge round of applause. Yeah. We have a great one right here at the University of Tulsa. Thank you for supporting Chi alpha. So so bridge builders, how do we support bridge builders and missions and outreach? We pray, we go, and we give. If you were here the next week, we talked about prayer, that prayer is important. Our missionaries, those that are on the front lines, they covet your prayers. And Woodlake family, thank you for coming to prayer service on Wednesday night at all of our locations. I know the room is getting full. We have plenty of seats for you. Come to prayer on Wednesday nights. Pastor Brandon leads an incredible service. How many of you need to pray more? The Bible says thou shalt not. (laughs) How many of you like your pastor? You need to pray more. Raise your hand. We have dedicated Wednesday nights to prayer and presence. You need to be here. In fact, I'm just going to say it, Pastor Brandon. The Wednesday night service drives us here at Woodlake. Come be a part of seeking God's presence as a church family. Wednesday nights, 6 30, we got something for the entire family. Okay. If you were here last week, I know he doesn't get to preach very often often, but Pastor Kendall, you hit it out of the park last week. Give him a huge round of applause. We talked about the different ways that you as the Woodlake family continually go into a community taking the message of Jesus and serving. Our community this week uh, we're going to talk about giving but I'm going to celebrate all the giving that you have been a part of many of you may not even know about it okay here's here's a couple of dates I got to tell you about okay June 24th and 25th make a note of that we are going to do an outreach at our Turley location many of you have never been to Turley Oklahoma you don't even know there's a Turley Oklahoma there is a Turley, Oklahoma. It's, it's north of North Tulsa. Pastor JJ says he's the real North Tulsa. Okay? So listen to me. Uh, if you want to be a part of an outreach at our Turley location, maybe you've never been a part of an outreach at all. In fact, Lance and Heather right here, some of our evangelists, give them a huge round of applause. Uh, they're going to help lead that. And so uh, come be a part of that. Be listening for it. Okay, one last... Day. Next Sunday is April 3rd. We're going to be coming into Easter. And I want everybody to lean in. And if you're watching online, pay attention. April 3rd, coming into Easter, we begin a brand new series entitled Good Grief. (laughs) How many of you have ever grieved before? I believe now and listen. I believe the Lord dropped a message on us about a month ago so much so uh, that this this message to kick this series off I believe is a is a specific message for Woodlake if you can help it do not miss are you hearing me be here be with the church family I believe the Lord has a word about grief, listen to me, for this church. Cool? In fact, I'm going to ask you to be in prayer. you got seven days. Be interceding. Let's let the Holy, the Holy Spirit prepares us to receive. In fact, you may not know this or not, but your staff and leaders at this church pray that the Holy Spirit prepares us all week long to receive what he has for us on a Sunday morning as we open his word. So this morning, I want you to open the Bible to Philippians, the book of Philippians, and we're going to be in chapter 4 this morning. As we've been talking about bridge builders and outreach and giving and going and praying, I, I know some of you may sit there and say, well, you know, I'm new or, man, I've been busy or, man, I, really don't, I don't really don't give that much, you know. Am I really a part of what this church is doing? Well, that reminds me of a story. June 5th, 1990, the Chicago Bulls were playing the Cleveland Cavaliers. And what Michael Jordan says was his best game that he ever played. End of the game, the Chicago Bulls won 117 to 113, and Michael Jordan had the best scoring game of his life. He scored 69 points. Cleveland teammate John Williams said of Michael Jordan that he's one in a million. One in a billion. He actually went on to say this, there will never be an athlete like Michael Jordan again. 69 points in one game. After the game, the media is losing their mind. They're in the locker room and trying to get interviews. And in the same game, there was a rookie by the name of Stacy King who played for the University of Oklahoma. I don't know what just happened there. Before that, he played for none other than Lawton High in Lawton, Oklahoma. Haunted Yo, I heard a Haunted Yo right there, right? We had some Lawton Ike people in the first service. They were like, no way, man. Lawton people need help anyway. <laughs> Stacey King was a rookie and got in right at the, in the last few minutes of the game. He scored one free throw. He scored one point. And after the game, while they were in the locker room and they were getting all these interviews, finally one one reporter swung over, and there's Stacy King by himself and at his his locker, and they asked the question, they said, What was tonight? What does it mean to you being a part of such a historic game? Stacy King said something beautiful. He said, I will always remember this as the night remember he scored one point, right? Michael, Jack, or Michael Jordan scored 69 points. He said, I'll always remember this as the night that Michael Jordan and I teamed up to score 70 points. <laughs> you may sit there and say, what does this have to do with us? Woodlake family, I don't care if you've been here 30 days, two weeks, or 50 years. I want to congratulate you for having an incredible year about caring about a lost and dying world, about believing that Jesus still sets the captor free, about believing that there's still power in the cross of Jesus Christ. Amen! It's not about building Woodlake. It's about building the kingdom of God. And Woodlake, thank you. Now you may sit there and say, Jamie, I just started tithing. Will you keep tithing? You say, I, I don't give to missions or, or bridge builders. Or maybe you sit there and say, Well, I, I I don't give very much. Let me tell you another story. Many of you remember this name, Jim Bond. Those of you that are new with this, Jim Bond was a, was a Vietnam vet who had never been in church. Who had never been in church. I love people who've never been in church. They don't know all the rules. But one of you invited Jim Bond to church, and Jim Bond surprised you, and he showed up. He said yes to Jesus Christ. Some of you remember Jim Bond? Do this, this, uh, uh, you guys, some of you have been here for several decades. Uh, you remember Naked Baptism Sunday? Some of you just turned off Facebook and said, what? Now listen. That's he didn't know the rules, story for another day. But Jim Bond, uh, to say that he was rough around the edges would have been an understatement. Most Sundays, I would walk off the platform after preaching a sermon and he'd say, Pastor, that was the best. (laughs) Let's just say he had some descriptive language he used, okay? didn't know the rules, but God touched his heart, and we've been a part of missions and bridge builders for a long time and missionaries, and it touched his heart. I'll never forget one weekend, he missed church, and he showed up on a Monday morning. He was up early knocking on the, the door at, at our 31st Street location, and he, and he comes in. And he said, pastor, and he's, he said, here's my, here's my missions or my bridge builders check, and it was for $10. $10. Now, you may sit there and say, well, that's $10. That's, that doesn't sound like a whole lot, Jim Bond had said yes to Jesus Christ where's Jim Bond now today he's in heaven he went to be with Jesus but he went to be with Jesus because you cared about people who were rough around the edges amen Amen. you cared about even when naked baptisms happen story for another day some of you are like what type of church is this (laughs) sometimes we wonder no um but he cared about, about people coming to know Jesus Christ. And you may say, and, and sit there and say, well, $10 doesn't sound like a lot. Aren't you thankful that it's not about equal giving? It's about equal involvement. It's about equal sacrifice. There's a little story in the Bible where Jesus looked at a woman who threw a couple of cents in the offering plate, and Jesus said she gave more than anybody. So Woodlake, I, thank you. Even if you think you haven't done very much, you have done a lot. And there are people, countless people in the kingdom of God today because of your giving, because of your going, because of your praying. And I believe this is what the Apostle Paul is trying to get across in Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4, he's he's writing to the church at Philippi, and, and scholars tell us that they were people of meager means. They were impoverished. This church was made up of, we would call them lower class individuals. But they cared about Paul's ministry and wanted to invest, and Paul said this, I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned but had no way of showing it. Verse 11, I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation Whether well-fed, hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Aren't you thankful for the strength of God through Christ? Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I sent out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. Not that I desire your gifts. What I desire is that more may be credited to your account. Yes. The Apostle Paul is basically writing a thank you note. And he's caught with this tension and you can almost hear it in his words. He, he says, I don't want to sound like I'm begging for more, but, but, it, but on, the, on the other side of this thing, they need to know that what they're doing is making a difference. In fact, let me say it this way, legendary basketball coach, UCLA, John Wooden, was known for being a very detailed coach, so much so that freshmen, when they joined the team, they even got a pamphlet that told them the correct way to put on their shoes, Detailed. It is said that he required his teammate, or the, the players on his team, that if they made a basket, they could not turn around and run to the other end of the court without pointing to the player that passed them the ball. He wanted them to know they did not make that basket by themselves. So, in essence, this is the Apostle Paul going. Y'all following me? The Apostle Paul is saying, you have a hand in this. What God is doing through me is going to be credited to your account. Oh, is anybody getting excited here today? That's why we do bridge builders. That's why we give to missionaries. and and You realize we give to other churches? Uh, There is a church that this year was able to keep its lights on because you gave to it did you know that i'm not even telling you that to puff you up what i'm trying to tell you is that god is our source you sit there and say jamie we just built a building we got to pay for it we got to do all this stuff we're going to keep trusting the lord amen the lord's our source and we're going to keep sowing. in fact let's celebrate something else this morning if you come in our north entrance you'll notice That there is a cross that's out there those blocks in that cross represent every decision one block equals one soul we set a goal just a couple of years ago that in five years we wanted to see 1,000 people come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior now you may sit there and say well that's a pretty lofty goal can I just tell you something in the last year we have added 335 blocks to that cross. I love you, but this is not the PGA. Listen to me, lean in if you're watching online, listen to me. That's 330, and some of you have been here long enough to know that when we tell you how to get saved, we're not playing around that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through Jesus. Amen? That's it. That's the only way you get to have. We don't pull any punches here. And 335 people have responded to the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Now give the Lord a big round of applause. (laughs) Amen? That's through kids' ministry. That's through youth ministry. That's through small groups. That's through you witnessing to neighbors. That's through outreach. That's, that's, that's people that have joined the kingdom of God who crossed over from death into life. Folks, that's why we turn the lights on. Amen. So good job. Let's keep going. Pastor Kendall, I am believing we're going to have to build another cross because we're going to keep filling it up. Apostle Paul, I believe, would have us know a few things from this passage. And, and this is the first one is this. When we give, we participate. Don't think just because you write a check or put a little bit, little bit in over your tie that you're just checking off a box. You are participating in people coming to know Jesus Christ. In fact, he said this in verse 14, it was good of you to share in my troubles. The Apostle Paul says this, the the troubles weren't removed, but they were shared. Paul says, "I, I can keep doing this because I know you're with me. I can make it through. Then he goes on to say in all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership. In the gospel from the first day until now. In the original language, that, that word means fellowship or communion, sharing, participation, or, or literally this the, the sharing of resources, monetary or otherwise. Because of your partnership, because you shared with me. This morning, I, we're gonna do a lot of celebrating. One interesting fact about the church at Philippi, although this church was poor, impoverished. Historians tell us that there were large gold deposits found in this particular area. And what I find it interesting, it, it would have been real easy for the people of this church to say, you know what, let's just let those with means support. And that wasn't the attitude. The attitude was we are going to be a part of this, whether it's a little or whether it's a lot. It's not about leaving it up to people who we think have the means. It's about trusting the Lord and sowing, and we're going to talk about that as Paul talks about them even to the Corinthian church. Again, that it's not about equal giving. It's about equal involvement. If you're here tonight for our annual celebration service, you're going to hear some totals, some some, some dollar totals that you gave this year both locally and around the world. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I'll tell you it's well into the six figures. The reason why I'm telling you this, Wood Lake family, is you may sit there and go, we were able to expand. Into, we planted two other churches. Come on, somebody. In Turley and Glenpool, Oklahoma, we were able to expand this, especially in the area of our kids' ministry and continue to give more to missions. Why? Because God doesn't go back on his word. If we concern ourselves with the things of God, God concerns himself with our stuff. In fact, this morning, I want to show you a ministry. Uh, Many of you are familiar with Jared and Katina Smith, Advocates for Africa. Some of you have been asking about the question, what about the school that we were helping open? What about the kids that we have helped sponsor? Jared and Katina sent a message to the Woodlake family this week. Check this out.
1: Hey, good morning, Woodlake family. It's Jared and Katina Smith here with Advocates for Africa. And we just wanted to pause to say thank you to our Woodlake family. You guys are an incredible blessing. Without you, we couldn't be making the impact that we're making on the continent of Africa. In fact, our child sponsorship program has grown tremendously, all in large parts our Woodlake family. As of today, we have 71 children sponsored just through Woodlake. 71 children just because of Woodlake. You may be watching today and thinking, hey, I'd like to sponsor a child. That's easy to do. You can ask any of the staff there at Woodlake, or you can go to our website, advocatesforafrica.org, and sponsor a child there. We have so many children that are still waiting. But I wanted to give you a real quick update. Many of you may know this already, but Advocates Christian Academy is now going full speed ahead. We have 160 students enrolled and being educated to become the future world changers of Africa and we just want to say thank you without you there is no way that we could be making the impact that we are and so God bless you we love you we pray for you and we hope that you have a
0: great morning Woodlake family you support 71 children in rural Rwanda Jared when he had come and talked to us about This school, we thought, Jared, that's a huge goal. Are you sure? He felt like the Lord told him the next president is going to come out of that school. So while we sit here in in South Tulsa, Oklahoma, there are people experiencing the love in Jesus Christ, being educated, being fed, and hearing the love of Jesus every week because of your faithful giving. Give the Lord a big round of applause. Isn't that exciting? So here's the next thing I believe the Apostle Paul is trying to get across as he's pointing to the Philippians. He says, when we give, we, we outlive. We outlive. Verse 17, not that I desire your gifts. What I desire is that more be credited to your account. The word more is a, in the original language is a phrase that actually paints a picture of sowing and reaping. Ultimately, what we do For the gospel is not addition, it's multiplication. He says, I I desire that more be multiplied. That's why Jesus was saying, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. My prayer is that when people come to Woodlake, there is no doubt of why we do what we do that our heart is anchored in the gospel message of Jesus Christ. If you have been in this building very long, you know that right here in the middle of the building, we have a big, we call it our bridge builder's wall. I want you to go there today and stop by and do me a favor. If there are anything, any of these left after church, you're going to hear about it next Sunday. You need to pick this up if you haven't already. Come on. What this is, our Bridge Builders catalog right here, it showcases a lot of the ministries and missionaries that you support. Take this home with you. Put it on your coffee table. Put it on your desk at work. That way, anybody that comes to your house, they can know what Woodlake is all about. Great opportunity to showcase, promote, and pray not only that we have a bridge builders brochure on the back of it we have all the ministries and missionaries that you support through praying giving and going and um, I'll just tell you there's 10 on there we can't even tell you about because they're in countries that if they got caught they'd be in trouble Pick one of these up, put it in your Bible, and pray about it. Also, many of you know this, but our annual Bridge Builders Missions Pledge is on there. If you'd like to help us out, give above your tithe the first Sunday of the month. All of that goes to our Missions and Bridge Builders uh, efforts, and we actually have an incredible team that, that, that stewards your resources uh, through all of our missions. So stop and pick one of these up, is that cool? There's also a big screen right there. I call it the Missions Jumbotron. If you've not seen it, I don't know how you've missed it, okay? But stop in the middle of our building, get a cup of coffee, pull a chair up, and you can watch basically a highlight reel of a lot of our ministries and missionaries that that you support. It's pretty awesome. But as you're standing there looking at the mission's jumbotron, if your eyes will scan to the left, there is something there that we here at Woodlake we call our legacy wall. If you start on the very far left hand, that's a pew from our 31st Street location. And I've caught some of you just sitting down and reminiscing. It's okay to do. In fact, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag here. Some of you that go way back in Woodlake, we actually have some pews coming from our Capitol Hill location too, by the way. Some of you are like, that's the real Woodlake. Here we go. But if you look at that and you start with the pictures... It starts out in 1919. This church began out of an Amy Simple McPherson crusade in downtown Tulsa, where God moved and a handful of people felt called by God to step out and start a church in 1919. Yes, Woodlake family, you are over 100 years old and going strong. But from the beginning, missions and outreach and reaching the next generation if you ever wonder why we do the music we do and why it seems like there's so much emphasis on kids and teenagers blame the people 100 years ago that's who we are So much so, this church, even when they were the wrong side of the tracks, didn't have any money coming in at all. They were given to missions. They were given to missionaries. They were, in fact, out of this church, there have been dozens of ministers and missionaries who've launched all around the world, right out of this church. If you go down that wall, you'll you'll see through the history, and you'll come to a spot on that wall, what is roughly the early 70s. And the church was growing. It was out of space, and they were needing to to make a move. They had to do something if they were going to continue to grow and reach Tulsa for the cause of Christ. There was a group that got together in the church and located a piece of property. They ended up purchasing that piece of property that was so far out south, rumor had it that some people said no one will drive that far out in the country to go to church. It was way out at 31st (laughs) well they got the land purchased but there's no money to build a building they were trying to figure out financing and I'm told in those days that banks were not real excited about loaning the church money in fact it just wasn't happening and I'd like to put another picture, a little newspaper article up. Pastor Newburn, who's on the far top left, had a meeting with the deacon board. They went into the bank president's office. Some of you recognize some of those faces up there, don't you? If you're new with us here today, you're part of the family. I'm giving you a little bit of a history lesson. They walked into the bank president's office after they were not real excited about loaning the church money, and every one of those men agreed to put their very own house up for collateral. Can you believe that? That's nuts. Most of them are gone to be with Jesus. In fact, one individual by the name—go ahead and put that picture back up. One individual by the name of Herb Jones. In fact, he had was gone had gone into the hospital, and we knew that his time on earth was not long. And Pastor Kendall and I—we looked at each other and said, "We've got to go get some stories." So we went to the hospital room, and we sat there with him, and I said, Herb, tell us about the stories. And they began to talk about the growth and the kids and people coming to Christ and them trusting the Lord. I said, Herb, is it true that you guys put your houses up for collateral? He pulled his oxygen mask off. He said, Haha, we hocked our houses. <laughs> this is the exact word. Do you remember that? We hocked our houses. I go, what did Faye? That was his, I go, what did Fay say? She goes, oh, she was, she was going to kill me. <laughs> she almost killed me. And I said, Herb, what was it like? He said he remembers the bank president standing up and with a little smirk on his face, pointing his finger on the desk and pounding it and said, if Woodlake defaults, we own your houses. I said, Herb, were you scared? He goes, not at all. I said, why not? He said, we knew that God was gonna keep his word and do something great. Woodlake, the reason why I'm telling you this story today is this is who we are. It is in our DNA to trust God to do big things. It is in our DNA to step out in faith and know that God is gonna watch over his word to perform it. So Woodlake, good job of carrying on the legacy. It's lasting us, all but one. All those guys are in heaven, and this thing is still going strong. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. Let me celebrate you again. Just this last year, one of the ministries that you are involved in very heavily is a ministry called Fire Bibles. It's a it's a Bible that has study notes in it, <laughs> very, very detailed study notes in particular on the gifts of the Spirit and the Holy Spirit all throughout Scripture. This Bible in many places is used, uh, especially when pastors and church leaders have no Bible school to go to, we put a fire Bible in their hand and they have study notes and it's, it's, a, it's an incredible, incredible tool. But did you know that fire Bibles have been translated into 63 languages? Nearly 12 million have been distributed around the world. There are 81 new languages in process as we speak. Uh, one particular closed country uh, sounds like China. The Bible's not supposed to be there, but the problem is there are 3 million fire Bibles there already. I was talking to the director Jeff Dove this week and he said tell Woodlake thank you because of their giving, fire Bibles are actually fully engaged in in nearly all restricted access countries on the planet. One particular Bible version that you gave to, you gave $30,000 to. And I want to show you where it went.
1: As soon as the Fire Bible is translated in Creole, the whole population will be able to benefit, you know, the power that's in this Bible.
0: We've been praying for this for a long time. After many years of prayer, it comes as a miracle.
2: But the Word of God is the best miracle that we have. Many people
0: do not have access to resources in their own hard language that teach them the truths of God's
2: Word. The Fire Bible answers that problem. By the first time when I saw the Bible, uh, my heart is beating so quickly and then I couldn't Say a word because joy and happiness is uh, in my full of in my heart. Soon, Fire Bible will be in Polish, and they will be able to read their Bibles with understanding and use it for the kingdom's sake. I really want our church people to understand Bible well. Church people will read Bible at home. Whole life study will help them a lot. You
0: are Fire Bible. Without you, none of this is
2: possible. The Fire Bible, bringing the fire of God's Word to the human heart.
0: Did you catch what they said? They hear it in their heart language. To hear it in their heart language. So when you give to fire bibles, you're paying for translation and distribution. I was talking to one missionary who's in one of our one of the countries that is what they call a closed access country. They're not supposed to be there, but they are. And he smuggles these Bibles in. I said, Well, what's it like? He said, Well, you go across the border and you hold your breath. Because if you get caught, it's over. I go, What do you mean over? They don't let you in. He goes, Oh no, you disappear. And he says, I take the backpack off full of fire bibles. As I make it across the border, I just set it down, and he said, a little kid will shoot out of the crowd and grab it, and it's gone. And they take those Bibles, and I said, oh, how do they hand the Bibles out? Oh, they go, oh, no, no, no. They take the Bible, and they cut it up in thirds and give it out. Nobody has a complete one. I said, well, why is that? He says, because they fully expected to get arrested. And if they get arrested, they know they're going to take their Bible, but they know that the, that the, the Bible is spread out all over the place. You know why? Hebrews 4.12 says the word of God is alive and active. It cuts sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts straight to a place where a man's soul and spirit meet. It divides the bone even unto the morrow. The word of God is powerful, and would like you are a part of ministries like this spreading the message of God all around the world. Oh, aren't you excited you showed up in church today? proud of you. I told the first service this, I'm, I'm stinking proud of you. All the Oklahoma people got that. All right. Here's the last thing. When we give, I believe Paul would have us know that we worship. He writes this in verse 18, I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. And my God will meet all your needs according to his riches and his glory in Christ Jesus. Warren Weersby, the theologian, he said it this way, The Lord keeps the books and will never fail to pay one spiritual dividend In Corinthians, Paul's he's bragging on the Philippians to the Corinthian church. And he says this of them. He says, In the midst of a very severe trial, their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able and even beyond their ability, entirely on their own. They urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in the service to the Lord's people. They were broke and hurting and begged to be involved. Woodlake, as I'm celebrating us this morning, Can I also challenge us? Let's keep being a generous church. As we tithe, and we all know tithing is fundamental for believers. But as we sow above the tithe, let's continue to trust God to do great and mighty things. Can I have an amen here today? I'm going to tell you about something else. Pastor Kendall, come on up. Just in the last few months, this church has been has led the way in some huge things. One of them this very weekend, tell us about it.
2: Yeah, so yesterday we got to uh, partner with Tulsa County Parks Association and we came alongside them and they've, they've done an egg hunt for a lot of years and a lot of people from the community show up and they asked us if we could, well, we actually asked them if we could help. And so we were able to help and we made this event so much better than what it already was. And that's what the church does. It it partners with the local community and makes things better and interjects Jesus and brings the Holy Spirit into things that aren't just referred to as Christian things. And so we were able to go yesterday. We handed out 600 donuts. We had inflatables. We had all kinds of fun. You guys brought candy, you brought eggs, you packed them yourselves and you brought them. And it made a huge dent yesterday. We got to be Jesus. We were not only invited, we were celebrated and we were talked about over the, the, uh, the AV system. And we were celebrated for what we did and all we were were being Jesus. We were making and building bridges inside of our community. So great job, Woodlake family. And then our biggest outreach that we had last year and we've done it for nine years now as our foster family Christmas party. We invited every Tulsa County foster parent and family and kid to come to our church and we got to celebrate them. We had 226 kids show wow. up and we got to each, we give each one of them a gift. We got to love on them. We got to give their whole family a gift and we got to celebrate them. And there were 307 of the Woodlake family that came to show up to help out that day. That's being Jesus. That's being intentional in our community. We're building bridges to people in our community that don't know Jesus yet, and we're not gonna stop. So thank you guys for being not only generous, but for also showing up, and for praying, giving, and going.
0: Awesome, Woodlake family, give all of our volunteers a huge round of applause, thank you. You may be sitting here this morning and you may, especially if you're guests with us, and you may sit here and say, we just talked about a bunch of giving this morning and a church patted themselves on the back. Why in the world would a church make that big a deal about giving? I'll tell you why. It sounds a little something like this. For God so loved the world, He gave. If you're here today, and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, I want to invite you to say yes to him. Maybe you're here today and you are hurting, you are lost, you are lonely, you have questions. We know what the answer is, and it's Jesus. If you're here today and you'd say, Jamie, I'm struggling. Can I just tell you something? God loves you, and there is nothing you can do about it. Scripture says that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I love one version of the Bible says this way, that God commanded his love towards us, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. If you'd be honest and say, I'm not where I need to be with the Lord. If you'd be honest and you'd say, I've tried everything I know to do. If you'd be honest and say, I've been away from the Lord, but today I'm ready to come home. I want to invite you into a relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. You say, Jamie, can it really be done this morning? Yes, it can. The apostle Paul said it this way, and whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. So here's the question, do you need to be saved today? And you're in the right place. I'm going to invite everyone to bow your heads and close your eyes and if you're watching online i want you to join with us in fact pastor dennis is right there ready to pray with you online and if you're with us here today and you'd say jamie that's me i need to say yes to the lord i need to leave here forgiven of my sin and receive the free gift that god gave for me through jesus if that's you on the count of three all i want you to do is raise your hand you can put it up You can put it right back down. And then we'll all pray, every one of us. But if that's you here today, you say, Jamie, I'm saying yes to the Lord. Here we go. One, two, you be bold. Three, that's me. Anybody in the house here today? Thank you. I see you. Anybody else? If you're watching online, again, Pastor Dennis is right there. Let him know you're saying yes to the Lord here today. We want to connect with you. Anybody else? We've had responses oh don't you don't you love it anybody else anybody else i'm going to invite everyone to pray this prayer with me woodlake family you know we do this every week so i want you to say it louder than anybody else if you're new with us here today if you're saying yes to the lord let me be your pastor for just a just a few more seconds i want to lead you in a prayer of saying yes to the lord would everyone say it dear jesus you are the son of god You died for me, for my sin, in my place. Come into my life, forgive me, and make me new. And from this day forward, with your help, I'm all yours. In your name I pray, amen. At Woodlake Church, our passion is to help you connect with God, find your sweet spot in ministry, and grow in your faith. Everyone is welcome at Woodlake. If you've never been to church before in your life, or if you're a lifelong Christian, Woodlake is a place where you can experience real and lasting spiritual growth. Music is upbeat. The messages are straight from God's Word. They're very practical. We also have great programs for infants through 12th grade. I mean, we have something for everyone. Come check us out this weekend. I promise you'll be glad you did.